sitting in a unique position at 24. A, unique because they haven't been there in a while. I was say, like, this is, it's, it's almost like a welcome occurrence, right? Jack's like, hey, we don't have a top 10 pick. Exactly. So what they do have is a position where there are defensive backs and offensive tackles and tight ends. All positions of need. Will there be value at 24, do you suppose? I think so, yes. I think all of those positions. Now, having said that, I do think that there's going to be a run on the top tackles ahead of them. So if they wanted one of those guys or coveted one of those guys, and I'm talking about Paris Johnson and Broderick Jones and Darnell Wright, if they coveted one of those guys, they might have to move up. But they don't have to move up to get what they need. You talked about corner. You talked about tight end. All of those players, I think, will be there. I think of Michael Mayer from Notre Dame could be there for them at tight end. If not, you look at a Luke Musgrave. Um, he's interesting. Or a Sam Laporta from Iowa. And then at corner, if you look at that part of the draft, I think Joey Porter Jr. would be available to them, um, as well as maybe Emmanuel Forbes or Deontay Banks. Um, and those are the players I think that you, if if they're drafting for those specific areas, those are the players that you'd be talking about. And then the last name I would, I would say is Anton Harrison is a tackle from Oklahoma that is getting a lot more love late in this process than I anticipated. Yeah, that's the question I have is when the top tackles drop, when Paris Johnson is gone off the board and Skaronsky from Northwestern, how far is the drop off to that next level? You know, Broderick Jones is going to be valued fairly high. Uh, I think Darnell Wright as well. E even though Darnell didn't have the best career overall after being highly recruited, he was really good last year after he moved to right tackle. Um, protecting Trevor Lawrence is, is really important. And, and I was even doing this exercise the, uh, the other day with, with uh, a buddy of mine. He was like, look at the quarterbacks in the AFC. And it's, it's crazy right now. So when you're thinking about what do we need, the better question is how do we make Trevor like the best possible version of himself? Because he's going to have to be great at some moment in order to continue to move up and go to the playoffs and move on in the playoffs. That's why I think that offensive line or tight end is probably the direction that they go there. Um, there are some corners later in the draft that I think, you know, they could pick up. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. You mentioned Mayer and Musgrave. Dalton Kincaid is another name. The tight end class is deep. I, I'm just Not to interrupt you, I just don't think Kincaid's going to be there. So that's why I didn't mention his name. He's the tight end that most teams have number one on their board. It goes deep maybe into the second and third round, though? Is, or, or would you say that if you're really trying to help Trevor and the offensive tackles are gone, take the best tight end when you're a 24? Listen, like I, if Michael Mayer is there, that's a really good pick. He's a hell of a player. Helps you in the run game, great route runner, catches the ball very well, highly productive on an offense in which he was the main focal point. You know, there are tight ends that get a lot of production, but it's like, oh, they have a great wide receiver and a good running game, and they kind of like um, – uh, game plan their way into production Sam Laporta and Michael Mayer were the focal point of bad offenses and every eyeball on the defense was on those two guys third down in particular and they still produced that's why I like Mayer a lot it, you know if he's there that could be an interesting pick we started this talking about the Jags being at 24 where they haven't been last year they took Trayvon Walker they got solid production from him what would you expect his next step to be I mean when you take him number one, you, you've got to become one of the elite pass rushers in the league. And this is why, I, I mean, I hate to say it, like it, it was a bit of a disappointment seeing some of the other rookies, what Sauce Gardner was doing, what Aiden Hutchinson was doing in particular, because that was kind of the debate was Trevon and, and Aiden and seeing what Aiden did in Detroit. Um, listen, 
Javon's a great player. What they want from him is to become one of the leaders. Well, not just because he was the number one overall pick, but because of all the quarterbacks you have to face in the AFC. When you're facing guys in the playoffs like Mahomes and Burrow and, and Josh Allen and now Aaron Rodgers and all these, like, you have got to get to the quarterback. So the next step for him is become an elite pass rusher. And then the same thought on, obviously, Trevor and, and what he was able to do from year one, which was a disaster to year two, and what you might see in year three. I love Trevor. Like, people, I don't, I don't know if they wrote him off, but we all forgot about him because of how awful that first year was. This guy is unbelievably good. He could easily become one of the best two, three, four quarterbacks in the entire league. And that's saying something, because right now the quarterback position is as strong as it's been in a long time in this league, and he's right up there at the top. I believe that by the time we... we we end his third year, fourth year. We're going to start talking about him in that same like Burrow-esque caliber.